Acupuncture. Acupuncture is the original biohack. Binaural beats. Nootropics. Tom, can you even spell nootropics? Supplements. Psychedelics. They told us not to take drugs. Now there's all this research on taking drugs. Science of compounding. Orgasmic meditation. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff we find interesting. I don't want to spend 12 grand to shine a red light on my junk. Just a couple of guys talking about somewhat strange health stuff. There's something weird here, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Irreverent health starts now. Tom. How you doing, Matt? I am good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We got a lot of stuff going on, huh? Yeah, I, um, I uh, wanted to uh, congratulate you on your newfound habitation <laughs> yes yes i was i was encouraged to have a space to to write and do uh non work work yep yeah, totally. <laughs> you know it, it's it's funny at this point i i mean with you know covid still being a thing um you know and in what we do you know, it's not likely that I'm going to return to a formal office anytime no. soon. So I, everybody I know has gotten progressively uh, accepting of that fact. And now I think everybody's at the point where they're like, see this broom closet? It's going to now be my <laughs> mission central, you know, like, and you're like, and everybody's like, I need a space. It could be uh-uh. eight square feet. I don't care. But up, up until two days ago. Everything in this room was floor to ceiling, uh, kitchen appliances that we rarely use. Nice. I mean, everyone has to have a room for that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, if you're not going to have a proper Spetzel tool, what's the point? You know, how, oh, how will you ever make those octagonal Belgian waffles? (laughs) Yeah. We got one that makes them in the shape of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. 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 You got a whole, whole thing. Um, yeah, so I, it, I, it is fun. And, and I guess, um, when you're planning your office out, how, how, like, is it hard to rein in what your imagination will do for what I could put there? You're like, all right, there, there could be a sauna. No, no. Like I, I, the fold up sauna has got to get in here somewhere. I gotta, yeah. Can put it on top of the freezer. Well, you know, at this point, uh, I might just put it, I, I might just use it as the office chair. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be like in, in yeah. a little <laughs> little cocoon every time we talk. Yeah, I mean, I think in in fairness, for me to get the office that I would envision in my thirteen year old brain, um, I would need more like a few houses adjacent in a neighborhood. Like it, I would, gotcha. take, it would be a little bit. Uh, because you know when yeah. you just have an that's the best part of it about an imagination, right? It doesn't have to actually be even remotely close to plausible. <laughs> well, but like I know you're doing this huge renovation, and it's like at some point does 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 the contractor look at you and go, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." I mean, yeah, but I mean, but you know what's funny about that? All we're yeah, right. I, no, I trust me. If if money was not an issue, right? You know, you you build your little, own little like bat cave with like random. Yeah. You know, I have always wanted you know a hidden room where you like pull like a candlestick oh, or yeah. something. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, I, I think I could have a lot more fun, but I'll, I'm just building the, uh, these two bedrooms, but you know, we're calling them bedrooms for when you, when you sell the house eventually. But I mean, it's just straight up office space. I mean, it's not, yeah. you know, 100%. And, uh, 
And it's, and, but it's just, it's, you know, I don't know. It's, a, I, I like the process of building anything, but at the same mm -hmm. time, it's also accepting that like, this is my new office forever, which is also a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, I wonder, you know, you're saying you're calling them bedrooms. I wonder if post COVID world, like, you know, somebody's going to come and look at a house and go, well, yeah, there's three bedrooms, but where are the his and her offices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, where, where, where is that? Yeah. Where do we work? Yeah. No, I, you know, somebody asked me that the other day too. And, and I, you know, I, I think that's a fair statement, right? Like what, at the very least, you know, I used to live in Hoboken, New Jersey and, you know, they'd say mm -hmm. one bedroom plus den, right? Like, and that was because it was like a bedroom, but it had no windows. So they couldn't legally call it a bedroom, but like, yeah, yeah. That did at least signal that there was more to the house than the single bedroom. And then that became like the thing everyone raced to get, right? I want a one bedroom plus den, right? And so I think that might be a thing here, right? Like it might not be that yeah. you want, you know, a five bedroom <clears throat> house uh, for your family of three or four or whatever, but you want three bedrooms and two offices. <laughs> Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But anyway, I congrats on on the new space. I look forward to uh, you know watching that unfurl. Yeah, we'll 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 maybe randomly I'll hang uh, weird stuff that I happen to own. Yeah, in the background in the back here, and see how instead long it of takes. just seeing my EMF shielded mm -hmm. <laughs> which I do panel. I do appreciate the uh, the depth of your nerdiness having put that. Well, yeah, I'm like, hey, if I'm if I'm going to be sitting in front of this thing for fucking hours. Yeah. You bet yeah. I'm going to buy a uh, Faraday cage. Yeah. Sheet. 100%. Now I got to I got to figure out where I moved my EMF meter. To make I was sure just going to ask, working, do you have an though. EMF meter? Because I think we got to measure that bitch. I totally do. Um, however, it's probably in a pile under like three different popcorn makers. I didn't know I owned. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many can you, you know, you can never I mean, have too many popcorn makers. You can never have too many popcorn makers. You don't know uh, when a movie night might get. Yeah. You just scary. never know when a movie night for 200 will break out in your house. Um, yeah. Well, I have one, if you can't find yours and I got to be honest with you, I don't know that I'm willing to wait all that long to find out the answer to this question. Cause I'm dying to know if that thing does anything. Well, you know, it's, it's like, I might have to drive to your house with mine and be like, get out of my way. Like, <laughs> you probably find ghosts before yeah, you get out of my out. way. Like, yeah, like, like. I'm going to your basement. Get the hell out of my way. I got to find out. Yeah. yeah. The, when, the first thing that I did with mine, when I got my, my EMF meter, uh, of course, was naturally take the day off of work so I could run around my house measuring <laughs> every, everything from the refrigerator to like the T every TV in the house, like my Apple watch. I mean, I went crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but one thing that I did find that was super interesting is that, uh, and I think I'm like many people in, in my space, um, I never take my computer off of Wi-Fi. It's basically on all day, right? All Even time, though yeah. the hub that I plug into my computer <clears throat> is, excuse me, I don't know why I got something scratchy in my throat tonight. Um, the, the hub that I plug into my computer has my hardwired ethernet in it. So yeah. if I wanted to be truly digitally hygienic, I could... And, and most often now do based on this experience, but prior I would just come in, schlock my computer down and off. I went, yeah. my EMF output from my monitor on my laptop screen is like a fifth of what it is 
with the when, when it's, with a Wi-Fi antenna on versus off. And I was like sitting there going, what a simple little biohack, right? Like just yeah. turn off Wi-Fi and cut EMF by say, you know, 80%. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Um, but but yeah, now ever since I found that out, I'm I'm I like basically keep that damn thing on my like next to me on a bookshelf so I could have it anytime I feel an EMF emergency coming on. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I, uh, like I, I've played with them and, and I realized that years ago I bought the little stickers you put on the back of the cell phone. Yeah. And I never, I never checked the cell phone and now I got a new phone. I didn't put one on this one. I should, I should totally go see. Oh yeah. I have one of those. I actually bought, um, uh, an RF safe, uh, phone case. Yeah. Uh, and then I bought, uh, f- and I did a bunch of tests on one of the iPhones with it. And, and that one made a giant difference in the output. Yeah. Um, not on the top and sides, but on the front and back. So you can have it basically in your pocket and it's not going to be irradiating your, your leg. Um, I- did I did I tell you that like I literally had a dermatologist look at my leg? Yeah, I yeah, you did, which is crazy. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I mean, that is nuts. So maybe you need one of those things. But anyway, I got a competing brand, and actually, the first brand that I bought actually published yeah. an article on their website saying this is how we compare to other brands on the market, and they called out the other one that I got, the second one that I wow. got, and they said we are objectively better, and they were not wrong. Like they were, they wow. were spot on the money. Um, I, I got another one that claimed they were better than anybody else, obviously, because that's what everybody marketing does. They're like, we're the best. And it was uh, not, not true. I mean, it, there was an attenuation to be sure. I mean, it would be impossible yeah. for there to be none, but it was definitely not, you know, what I would call uh, awe inspiring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the crazy thing about all this is, you know, how much is good enough? You know, none would be ideal, but that's not going to happen if you correct. Uh, right. That's exist. Not, that's not even an option. Yeah. <laughs> right. Even if you move, I mean, I was watching, uh, when I got heavy into this, I was watching these videos of these, you know, really fervently enthusiastic EMF nerds. And, yeah. uh, they were taking EMF readings with crazy sensitive equipment in like Vermont and still getting a little hum. They're like, you hear that? That's a, cell phone tower a hundred miles away. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, <clears throat> so you're a hundred miles from nothing and you're still getting, you know, and, and some and kind what's of what's the zap. point, you know, yeah. what's the point, you know, if we, if we reduce oxidative stress, can we counteract that? I yeah. Right. Well, I mean, thing. that's actually kind of an interesting, uh, lead in. Cause I think today, um, what we were chatting about, uh, is, is super fascinating. Um, but, uh, but it basically builds on that, right? And absolutely. So, <clears throat> so we both finished Lifespan, and I feel like we're in a book club right now. But this actually might not be a terrible thing to do again because no. I don't know about you, but I had a great time reading this at the same time you did. And and now that we can like chat about it, <laughs> to actually talk about it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome. I do feel like I'm in a little bit of a book club. We should have like a glass of wine or something, and you know, have a fire. Oh, in the I didn't. I didn't move in my uh, my decanter yet. Yeah, here. right. That's. Right. It's coming it's later. Unfortunate. So, um, so just getting, getting it out there here. Um, this book, I mean, look, I'm a super nerd with this stuff, as you know, mm-hmm. but this book 
hit me in my nerd epicenter. Like it was like firing on all cylinders the entire time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This one, this one did it all, you know, I mean, uh, it talked about current research as current as possible for any book, uh, you know, was written in a very readable, easy to understand language and, uh, you know, gave you the promise of something that sounds insane if you step back, but like no upper limit on your lifespan. Yeah. And so, so look, if I'm being honest, that particular part, I mean, while if we're, if we're going to have a, you know, semantic conversation. He's not yeah. wrong about that, but like, I don't know. Do you ever think I, I, we should come up with a name for this? If there's not one already out there, but like, what is the tipping point between uh, irrational and just batshit fantasy? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Well, yeah. And so, and and or or woo woo. I guess like where 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 does the woo? Where do you enter into decided woo woo category? And for me, whatever that number is. Like yeah. that no upper limit kind of now falls over to the woo-woo side only because like, look, that sounds great. I'd love to live for fucking 200 years, but you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's a leap for right now. I don't think it's impossible per se, but well, let's, let's see if my beard starts going, going, uh, full, uh, <laughs> full color again. And I start growing hair back. Right. <laughs> who, who and then knows? some of that other stuff, you know, like, look, I've got, uh, I I've got, a lot of gray hair, almost entirely gray. And like, I don't yeah. even know what I, I don't even remember what I looked like, you know, without gray hair. Yeah. Right. And so would that be interesting? Fuck yeah, it would. I mean, but I mean, I don't know that, that for me was the only part of the book where I was like, oh man, that we're getting a little, uh, we're getting a little woo woo here, but okay, let's, let's go along for the well, ride. I mean, you know, it was a fun go, ride. Go for the ride. Go yeah. for the ride. Cause I mean, some of those studies, and if we, if we want to kind of like just jump around, like some of those studies, a mouse, the oldest living mouse on record was in their lab at five years old. The average age of a mouse is one and a half to two years. Right, right, right. That's one and a half times its lifespan. If if a human is supposed to live eighty years, right now you're at one. Yeah, now yeah. you're like now you're over two hundred. You're over two hundred. Yeah, like just just with whatever they did to that that particular mouse. But you, you know we're 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 not there just quite yet. But certainly he he gave you what I thought was a. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm not a doctor, but here's what I do. Yeah. Uh, is right. is kind of awesome. <laughs> well, and I did appreciate that because I mean, I, I'll be honest, I, I do kind of give more credence to the people that I read stories about that are actually, you know, putting this shit in their own body. Like they're, they're well, walking know, and the his walk. dad and his wife and right. yeah, yeah, no. his I mean, he's, kids and his dog. And, right. Right. You oh, know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, this dude's feeding it to his kids, you know, Hey, what was that again? <laughs> You're kind of like, all right, well, that's a different story now, isn't it? Well, you, you know, know, it was like, wait, 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 that was a precursor to that. Okay. I, I, I don't think I can order that directly. Right. But, uh, <laughs> how do I, I immediately went on that? to my supplier and was like, Oh, you got four brands of those. Mm. Yeah. Right. No. Well, and so that's an, that was the other interesting thing about this. Right. Um, I, I previously had no idea what this book was about. Right. And so yeah. it was recommended to me by a friend I'd heard of it. I think it's making it's made or, and is currently making still the rounds in the, uh, well, he's, he's doing all the shows now he's doing all the podcasts. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's a great book, um, in that sense. But I mean, I guess <clears throat> what I liked about it is that he, 
his research in this is actually already being put into practice by stuff that randomly I already take, like quality of yeah. life, right? Like that quality of life stuff. That's an NAD upregulator, ATP yeah. upregulator, right? And like, so like be having nothing to do with this. Now, now when I read that book and I, you know, for sure did a lot of research with qualia before I even started taking it. But I was like kind of finding out like, Hey, if you raise NAD levels without, you know, in isolate, is that effective? Is it bioavailable? Like, is it this yeah. and that, like, or do you need, is there a synergistic compound that you have to take? You know, so I was doing that kind of research when he started laying down these crazy ass facts about why that shit is important it gave such more context to all the research that I just did on the quality of life shit. Um, and it makes all of that, it makes my f belief that I made the right decision with that particular supplement, like a hundred times stronger, right? Like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. you know, way confident that that was a good decision now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, that's, that's even, uh, I think I told you, I, uh, I was taking a Chinese herbal formula uh, Huang Liang is a Chinese herb, uh, that has a compound called berberine in it mm -hmm. and berberine has been shown to lower a one C, uh, in a lot of ways that uh, Sinclair talks about metformin. Oh, so yeah. there was like, you know, and then I was taking it with other herbs that were adaptogens, things like ginseng, rhodiola it's sure. in this, in a, in a classical Chinese herbal formula. And then after I made it through that book, I called my functional medicine practitioner and said, you know what? Let's just, let's go full script. Get me the metformin. Right. Get me in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? That, that actually sets forward like a string of other questions, right? Like mm -hmm. what else do I want to now start looking into taking on a regular basis that I yeah. wasn't previously considering that I know would be again, synergistic with the quality of life stuff. Right. Um, and just to not, not to pick on that, that particular one, but mm -hmm. what I really appreciate about Neurohacker Collective in this case is it, they, they weren't just guessing at this formula because it shit is like nails. Basically it's like lifespan sands the metformin in a pill. Like it's basically yeah. every other thing he talks about. Like one of the other things is it's a calorie mimetic, right? A calorie yeah. restriction mimetic. There was like an entire chapter in the book on the science and biology around, uh, uh fasting of all kinds, fasting, intermittent yeah. fasting, yeah. uh, you know, uh, day once a week fasting, once a quarter fasting, like, you know, and, and it was just, just crazy, just crazy, just crazy. Cause I, you know, like this is all stuff that's been floating around in biohacking communities and, and done most of it done traditionally, for, uh, you know, I mean, pick a religion. There's, there's, a, yeah, yeah, there's for a, sure. You know, <laughs> um, but all of this stuff kind of came back into the forefront and here's, here's a dude publishing research on it. Right. No, it's, you crazy. know, like modern current research. I mean, when did this book come out? I mean, it's, it's less than two years old now. I mean, oh, yeah. And then, like, I don't know if you, do you ever remember reading articles on the debate between Amp K and MTOR, like the, 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 the battle between which one, you know, cause all the bodybuilder dudes want to, yeah. you know, upregulate mTOR and they want to get swole. And then all the longevity dudes want to downregulate Knock mTOR down, and, yeah. uh, and upregulate AMP-K. And basically there was this whole like raging debate for years. I read these mm -hmm. stupid articles about, you know, 
which one can you do? Can you do it right? Be balanced, blah, 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 mm. blah. And then I read this whole chapter on what upregulating AMPK does. And I'm like, fuck mTOR, man. I don't give a shit if I look swollen. Well, but, uh, <laughs> like, you know, that's that's like when, when we talk about functional fitness and stuff, right? You don't, sure. You don't need to be a, a fucking dump truck. You just, you want to be healthy and strong. And that, sure. doesn't, that doesn't need to be massive... You, you know, hy- hypertrophy of, of your muscles, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, I, but it, but it's like, again, one of those things where you're like, and I, you know, I mean, I do my fair share of, of exercise, but like, I'm a long form kind of exercise guy. I love Ironman. I love the marathons, yeah. you know, like, and so like, I basically years ago was like, nah, I'm not, I, I'm not going the bodybuilding route. Like I don't, I do weight train, but it's, it's, you know, pretty specific in nature and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I'm changing it to be a little bit more general right now, but I, you know, previously it's been pretty specific and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this to get jacked. I'm just basically doing this to not get hurt when I'm running a marathon, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess, I guess overall, like w- when you look at that side of it and then, you know, when you have a well-designed supplement, like, you know, that qualia thing again, basically it's got a whole like polyphenol distribution in there. Like, and, mm-hmm. and it's basically like there's other compounds in there that are acting for different reasons on top of all that really cool shit upregulating M- or, uh, uh, AMK and, and all that calorie mimetic and blah, 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 everything we just talked about. But it's like, and then there's more, (laughs) there's, you know, so anyway, um, but, uh, but, but it, it, that kind of, doesn't that tell you that like this book isn't just theoretical mouse experiments, but like there's people like Neurohacker that are out there being like, no, we're going to actually get this shit moving. Well, you know, and, and this is the double-edged sword. Uh, and I, th- I think he talks about it in there too, of like supplement companies, right? Un- unregulated by the FDA. Yeah. But the second it becomes regulated by the FDA, how easy is it to get it anymore? You know, right. and then and then on the other hand, yes, you have people that are literally putting together pills that are 100% binder claiming whatever the fuck is in them is in them. Right. And unfortunately, you know, you go to CVS and you pull something off the shelf. There's no way of knowing, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, somebody online was saying, you know, oh, yeah, they they tested this and it was fairy dusted with with uh, reishi mushrooms and fairy dusted with creatine or what. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it basically has like the just enough in there to say that they actually have it in there. But, you know, not even. A little tiny, not bit not not, not a therapeutic kind of dose. It's right. it's crazy because you know, like if they have third party testing, if they have some certificate of manufacturing, good manufacturing practice, um, you're probably okay. But uh, every little extra certification adds price to it too. So you start taking it out of more and more people's hands. Right, which is sad, but you know, it's it's unfortunately the system we live in. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go on an anti-capitalist rant right now. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Um, but I just want to have a but, cool beard. But from like a capitalist standpoint, though, like, uh, you know, uh, there is a behemoth amount of money that's going to be made in, in, this, um, in, in this thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, can you imagine? 
Yeah, you know, well, this is the this is the other cool thing about it, right? We're not just talking about longevity, right? If your body has a better ability to kill uh, senescent cells, if your body has a better ability of making cellular energy, if your body is maintaining or adding to those telomere lengths, right? He has this multi-pronged effect. You're more resilient. You're less likely to get the diseases that take us out. Heart disease, cancer, uh, you know, all of these things that like seem to come with aging, uh, even wound healing, right? Sure. I mean, if you're, if you're, if your body is functioning as it was 20 years ago, you bounce back quicker, regardless of the, the numeric age you have, you know? Right. Well, that is true. But like, think about, think about that though. Like, I, I mean, I think, I think the, what is it? The quality of life's like $129 a month. I think it a is. Month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and that was, you know, you got the first one for like 80 bucks. Right. So you're, you know, you get a little bit of a break on the first one. And if you subscribe, you know, to it and it comes you once a month, like 20% or something, you say, yeah. So it gets down, it get, but that 20% gets you down to 129 a month. Like, it's yeah, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it's, so, so here's the thing. My point is, is it's not cheap, right? Like, so you no. you have this incredible um, tool, but it, it certainly is going to come at a cost. And if, if I'm not mistaken, those guys don't have giant margins on those products because their R and D is so intense. Like, and well, they, not only that, a lot of these compounds, like, you know, it's funny because in my clinic, I end up recommending magnesium a ton, right? Sure. Just musculoskeletal soreness. It's dirt cheap. Most people are like without a blood test. I mean, you, if you pull up magnesium deficient, you see, you'll see something that says like 80% of the U.S. population is probably deficient. So it's a, it's kind of a no brainer. And it's one thing where it's there's like six different normal formulations, whatever the magnesium is bound to. Um, and because it's so dirt cheap, no one's really faking it. So it's like. Don't worry about that one. But when you start to get into some of these more advanced compounds, right. NAD especially, the the manufacturing process, the the amount of chemistry that has to go to synthesize that compound is is pretty intense, right? Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And but that was my point. Their R and D is crazy. Yeah, they're not they're not like, going to be uh, like in, until they can manufacture it cheaply. How can they get it to people cheaply? You know. Oh, this wasn't a knock on on, oh, no, no, on, no, on no. it. What it what it was really saying though, and I guess the point I'm trying to make is I could live to 200, but I gotta have a metformin prescription for my whole life. I've got to take qualia life. I gotta take a, probably about 20 other things. And I gotta take yeah. it all day, every day. Like it's not, yeah. you know, like I you know, that's that's uh I haven't done the math on that because it's not like I have a concoction written down, but I'll be honest with you. If I'm just being honest with myself, um, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to know the answer to that question in the next couple months because like well, now yeah. I'm like fully committed to figuring out like what would that cocktail look like? Well, you also, you also got to like, like, so Sinclair listed about five or six supplements, right? He didn't, he wasn't all over the place. I think there was a baby aspirin, a metformin where the, the more pharmaceutical side, but NMM, uh, you know, and then uh, what else? God, now I'm blanking on it. He but, had resveratrol uh, it, in there. Resveratrol, he had yeah. Yeah. Um, 
what is that one? Raps, not rapsomycin. Yeah. I don't think he said he has colleagues that was taking it. I don't think so. There's some toxicity with that one, which is no, totally. That's actually that's killed a couple people, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you know, a little is good, a lot is not so good, you know, right, 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 right. But, uh, you know, he's they they're doing research on uh, rapamycin like compounds that hopefully don't have the same toxicity, which is super cool. I mean, I there's that. Yeah, they, they talk about rapamide research in the book, which is interesting. Yeah. I, and but it's funny, you know, and he also brought up a say, I think the salient point he brought up is kind of what you and I are driving at or talking about here is. There is so many people working on this that mm-hmm. it is statistically impossible to support any hypothesis that says we don't solve this problem at some point. Like, Which is crazy. You know, you, you know I mean, mean it's you just even have to talk about choosing people. your death. Yeah. You know, imagine that like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm still feeling pretty good, but I, I think I'm ready to cash out. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it's crazy. I mean, you know, like it, it turns – it turns everything on its head, but you you know, I, I, the ethical, he, he didn't get too far into it. And I, I appreciate that he did not in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't really get too far into the ethics of this. He, he touched, he touched. touched. I mean, grazed it. He fairy yeah. dusted it. <laughs> he, he did enough to say it was in there. <laughs> yeah. Enough to say it was in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, there's i i don't even know where to start there's so many questions on this but well like, you know <laughs> you know how do you what, what's fair in that you know what i mean like i i fully recognize 130 dollars a month for a supplement that could be doing absolutely yeah. nothing is a big leap of faith that not everybody could take i i fully what was that, that what was that movie he referenced where that's pretty much it if you're wealthy you live forever um that that's funny but but I mean that's that's the dilemma right there, right? But yeah, you know, it's it's funny because talking about like, well, what happens if we hit critical mass on population, right? Because he does he does talk about that, right? If yeah. everyone's living forever and we keep having babies, yeah, we no eventually problem. run out. But uh some studies about that, the longer people live, the less the less children they tend to have. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know, think about it. If if you were if back in the day and and there was no antibiotics and you had ten kids and maybe three of them make it to adulthood, maybe right. two of them, maybe you know, right. you know, you're you're you don't have generational like you don't have great grandma sitting around. And I grew up with two great grandmothers. Sure, yeah, no, I, I grew up with a great grandmother too. But yeah, you're totally right. I mean. And, and think of it this way, let's say you're born into that world, you know, where yeah. 200 is not abnormal. I mean, you're not, you're not rushing you, to have kids. You're not rushing <laughs> to have kids, right? I mean, you know, you're, you're going to be like, ah, I wanted to play with my, through my forties. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I thought I'd settle down around yeah, 50 so, or some, 60, 60, 70, you know, I, you know. Yeah, and then uh, then I'll, I'll start thinking about kids around a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but like if that's if that's the mid marker, think about it. You know, I mean, people are having kids now in their forties. No, no, I get that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's that, how, I, I, I mean, isn't I'm that, agreeing that's with you. It's crazy. You know, it's a crazy. It's a cra- yeah. You're right. I mean, you know, you're you're basically get into this wacko world where everybody. But but you were saying, you know, forget about that. I mean, yeah, obviously that would be a weird thing, but like think about the other thing you touched on earlier about like wound healing and, and just general yeah. regeneration. I mean, dude, I, I 
I feel like it, my, my recovery is a constant thing that I'm talking about with myself now. Yes. I never paid this much attention to recovery. Right. Um, and it's because I'm getting older and recovery has, has changed for me. Right. And it's, it's not impossible still, (laughs) but it's certainly, and at this point I'm like, well, I'm not likely to stop running triathlons. So yeah, I need better toys to, to recover that than I used to so that I can keep doing it. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even talking about like rock tape and knee braces and all this other shit. I'm not, you know, <laughs> that like you see people all like dolled up. My favorite is when, you know, this, you know, lovely soccer dad from a suburb goes to a Turkey trot for a f- 5k with like a half a roll of rock tape on every yard. Uh, <laughs> every arm leg shoulder he's got a camel back yeah <laughs> he's got like three bars i love that guy he's taking a he's got pocket wrist uh waist belt filled with those gels you know, like juice. yeah he's ready yeah i love that guy he's my absolute favorite um, you should just show up smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer yeah let's go yeah right <laughs> i am uh i'm ready hold my beer please yeah no, but I've, been up, but I've been up for 25 hours. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> I've already run seven 5Ks today. This is my <laughs> last one. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't behave like that guy, right? So like, he's going to mm-hmm. go home and maybe jump in a bath or I take a hot shower. Like, I if I do that, the, the, da- the injury that I gave myself is like laughing at me still. I'm like, no, I need to like have some... Uh, RSO oil, jump in the infrared yeah, yeah. sauna, like then into the hot tub, like then back out. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like full on attacking, like foam rolling. I mean, uh, you, know. you need the sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I've got an e-stim unit. I've got a, uh, an, uh, um, an ultrasound machine. Like, I mean, I, I go, I go deep. <laughs> That's good though, man. That's good. I, you know, I, I think. It's funny because he didn't he didn't talk too much from the recovery aspect, but he did bring up cryotherapy and and cold thermogenesis. And I'll I'll tell you, man, I when I was shopping for for all the kids' gifts, uh, <laughs> a a a vest that has cold packs in it uh, happened to end up in the cart, and I'm not oh, upset man. about that. Was that like 130 bucks, give or take? I so I am I am like, how cheap can I get this? Yeah. I found one that's like sold for specifically firefighters or people that wear like mascot uniforms. Oh, right. And it's the same fucking thing. That's hilarious. And it was, it was 30 bucks. No way. How I could need, I not? I need you to, how put could that, I not? I need you to find that link and put it. I, I will, I will pull up my Amazon account now. Right. Put that, <laughs> put that in the chat, please. So that I can. Um, uh, and, and I know you bought your little red light up the nose thing. I did. I bought one that's branded for rhinitis instead of for, uh, you know, uh, what immune system function and things like that. And that was 23 bucks. So. What, um, what nanometer is the, uh, it's, it's, uh, six, six thirty. Yeah. So mine's six thirty three. So it's literally the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't think, I think mine was only like 150, but I like 20 better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can do it, you know, like, and that's the other thing. I mean, we're like, I think as shoppers, we're getting savvier. So looking for those things that are, uh, 
you know, just, oh, this is the same, but. Right. Well, and the same <laughs> but is always the, that's the difference between fairy dust and, uh, and you know, a Qualia product, right? You know? I, I think so, yeah. You, you know, and, and like how much of that, but like. I'll tell you what the the red light panels that that we we have you know you compare them to with the eight hundred pound gorillas in the room with red lights is yeah. literally the exact same thing. Well, I, speaking of the eight hundred pound gorillas in that case, I, I I don't see them still ticking up their prices anymore. No, like I think they hear the, they hear the footsteps. Well, they they have to because I mean, yeah, <laughs> everybody I mean, makes a red light panel now. Uh, everybody makes one. Yes. Everybody makes a red light panel. My wife just got this red light mask. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, that was a big, uh, celebrity Instagram thing. Yeah. I think it was Chrissy Teigen or somebody. But here's my question. I think it's also the 630 nanometer spectrum. So like, yeah, it's, and you know, that, that stuff has a, a logarithmic spread to it. So, so when it's touching your skin, you don't really need that much power output to get like no, a really and good that's, exposure on it. That's right? the like, trade-off. That's the trade-off. They have some neoprene bands that have embedded. And I mean, these are like Radio Shack LEDs sure. and they're fucking amazing for pain. Oh, really? Oh, because it's just you know, super targeted? Like it's I, I, well, you know, like it, you, you you throw it over your knee and then you throw a wrap around it. Right, right, right. And it it runs a 20-minute cycle, uh, causes massive vasodilation in the area, stimulates the cells to make, you know, ATP. And uh, you're, you're in business. And, and using that a few times a week is not a bad thing. I mean, I, when, I, when I first learned of it, like one company was making them. They were like 14 grand. And you're like, this is a fucking wetsuit that somebody stuck LEDs in. That's hilarious. <laughs> right. That That is really funny. Um, but that people are doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like, oh, like absolutely. That, right? Like those saunas. The, uh, there's a 50 people now that make the fold up infrared saunas now. And it's basically just a giant folding tent it's like it's like a tent with giant LEDs mcdonald's french fry lights in it yeah like i mean that's <laughs> literally it i mean it's just crazy and you can get those things for real cheap now yeah you go to tractor supply during uh chicken duck season and you'll uh <laughs> they'll, they'll sell them to you <laughs> <laughs> is that um is that the same nanometer though i think i think it's pretty close i think you know like it's it's in that red spectrum it's that 630 to 660 or something right okay yeah yeah yeah. now now did you see speaking of red light did you see the research that came out that said i mean they just published it in three or four different uh consumer magazines so the studies probably came out six months ago but um three minutes of morning red light in your eyes improves vision so I I did hear that they had some really really promising studies for macular degeneration yeah. uh, specifically in that 660 820 mix like yeah. that that you see like the, all these panels like the the body panels have where like one looks like it's a out an LED off. that's yeah. off and the other one looks on yeah um I actually know personally probably three or four people that are in their 50s that got red lights for their houses specifically for macular problems. And all three have said, yeah, it's three have all said vision is better. I'm just going to jam this up my nose now, man. Is that a hydrogen generator? No, no, this is, this is the dual. 
LED. This is oh, oh, this goes up both, but they you were have selling to, this. You have for, to like only oh, do look at that. Yeah, oh, look the at pictures. That. The first thing I did, it's so funny. The first thing I did was turn off the light in my bathroom and take a selfie with that yeah. fucking thing out my nose. I'm just afraid it's going to come out the ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny when you, did you do the same thing with your human charger when you got it? Oh yeah. 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 My, I can't, my I can't, face is, it, is, like, is it doing anything? Is it doing it? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it's funny. <laughs> my kids are like, why is your face glowing? <laughs> I'm like, that one, got, that one. I, I swear, like I, I wear that when I meditate uh, and with the light on, right? Let's yeah. multitask. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, is that earwax melting? Am yeah. I, is it, is it <laughs> I getting know hot going on in my ear hole? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm such an, I get, yeah, uh, dude, yeah, it's so, so glad to see that I'm not the only one here because like I have now started putting my, doing my morning meditation in my infrared sauna. Because why not, I'm man? Like, you know what, man? I I I'm pressed for time. I gotta get this all in. And you know what? I'm I'm so far I've only done it a couple days, and I'll be honest, it's fucking great. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Second of all, it's getting cold here in the northeast. And mm -hmm. um, so you know, in the morning, 6 30 in the morning when I'm getting up to do all this stuff, it's not exactly like toasty outside, if you know what I mean. So Having, you know, I'll turn on, I'll turn on the infrared sauna and do a couple minutes of Qigong and then like, you know, maybe 20 minutes of Qigong and then I'll like move into a meditation in there yeah. and it's already warmed up. It's ready to rock and roll. And then I jump in there and man, I get out and my legs and everything's for me to finish up stretching and whatnot feel like a million bucks. Yeah. 20 minutes yeah, in crazy. an infrared sauna is incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. Yeah. See, and I, I like to go for the whole hour. It takes me about 30 minutes to really start sweating. Right, right. And right. then uh, towards the end, uh, depending on the the, the heavy drum-driven music that I'm listening to, I get pretty trance-like. It's, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool, man. So you sit there and reserve an hour of your life to do this in isolate? Well, so, so because I have the portable one, right. I will pull you know, a, a little table in front, throw my laptop on and type yeah, or, you, you know, like if I'll listen to a book on tape or I'll sure. do something like it's not. But uh, when I was doing it at the office, you know, the office one has Bluetooth speakers and, sure. you know, we give everybody the Bluetooth and hey, just log in and put whatever you want on. Sure. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure State Farm next door loves us if, if somebody's listening to the gangster rap and blasting it through the That's wall. That's funny, but yeah. It's not, speakers, not, not hitting uh, any other other treatment room. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I basically, I haven't done into the, I haven't gone into the uh, audio stuff yet. I was thinking about doing some binaural beats in there because there's yeah. a left and right separation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I I've done the Monroe experience, uh, the uh, oh, in, in the, the, the gateway experience in there. That's funny. Yeah, well, that's I, what I'm I saying. Like the spread on those speakers that, is though, just yeah, yeah. The spread on that is just right enough for that to probably sound pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, like you got a big wooden box and and it it vibrates pretty good. So if right. you're into bass heavy stuff too, that'll it'll shake the cabin. Any interesting. Um, so we totally got derailed here, sir. Oh yeah, um, we're we're talking about lifespan by David yeah. Sinclair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. it's a good so, book. Uh, do drugs and take supplements. Well, he, yeah, but but I guess you're right. He didn't really. I guess he didn't. He didn't specifically say 
you know, here's a hundred supplements. Cause you're right. He's just really talking about rapamycin, metformin, resveratrol, trol, and, and then I guess more broadly, you know, ATP or, or NAD plus, you know, upregulators, like stuff like that. Like, but, but here's my thing though. Like when you go down this rabbit hole and you say, okay, I'm already taking an NAD plus booster. Okay. Well, what else am I going to throw in there? And like the first thing that came to my mind is like some kind of mushroom, you know, additive to, you know, all of those nice mushroomy, you know, wisdom and, and, and mood and, you know, all that neat stuff. You throw that on top and now things start to get interesting, right? Like, so, so now that's what I'm saying. Not, not necessarily just be this book in particular, but like the yeah. rabbit holes it sends me down, I think are starting. Well, to, you uh, know, and that's, and that's kind of when, when we start talking about N equals one, right? I think he did a good job of not listing 10,000 things. He yeah, said, yeah. here's, here's what longevity looks like from the research. Here's what we see working. Um, I don't think I can get rabomycin from uh, my, my, yeah. I don't think they'll give me that. That I, I might as well call and ask for ivermectin. R- yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, right. are you fucking nuts now? Yes. 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 I've gone completely off the re- reservation. Um, but, but yeah, like, like you said, I mean, look, I've already started looking into mushrooms. I actually have a client who's uh, got one of those trailer, um, like they drop it <laughs> off at your house like a cargo container. Yeah. And it is a full mushroom growing lab. Lab. Like there there's yeah. like, you know, inoculation, there's fruiting, there's a freeze a flash freezer, there's a capsulation machine, there's like, like a all, dehydrator and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dehydrator like you basically from spores all the way through pills, you could make it in this space, right? And um, wow, he, think about how many things you could do with that, like like it, it, like a cargo shipping business uh, where it's like, well, that we mod it out for what you need, and and you tell us how long you want it, and we drop it off. Well, I just went to MJ BizCon out in Vegas uh, last month, and yeah. it's just the investor side of the cannabis space, and uh, you know, there's a lot of product there too, but. Um, there's a, a lot of investors will go there to to look at people, you know, you know, or meet potential companies that they're investing in. And there is a whole area and they kind of group you by sort of what you're doing. And there's yeah. a whole section on just modular uh, growing for cannabis. Yeah. Like that, that fits specifically into cargo containers. Well, you know, they saw one they, years ago. I saw one for, for home use. I think it was on most expensivest mm-hmm. with two chains. Great show, um, yeah, and and it it like it looked like a retro like nineteen fifties curved fridge, and you open it up, and it it holds four plants, and the whole thing was Bluetooth to your phone. You tell them what strain you're growing, and the nutrients feed into each one of those oh, yeah. plants individually, no, exactly and it was like stuff does, yeah. Oh no, like, what do you great. do? Oh, you open it up when you're ready to harvest. Yeah, and so here's the thing, though. You know, it costs about $200,000, give or take, for this, you know, pod to be dropped off at your house. But if you're growing mushrooms commercially, 
that doesn't seem outrageous. Like I think your ROI is probably going to come back pretty quickly on that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, think about how many capsules you get for medicinal mushrooms alone, right? I mean, what, what is a a thing of like just lines main supplement cost 20, 40 bucks. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and so he, he's actually selling it wholesale. So he's not even actually, he probably won't even, you know, he said, we'll do some custom formulation work, which is why they got the, um, the pill and and the dehydrator and all that stuff, the Mm -hmm. capsule print press. But, you know, he said that's not really because because why do that when you can just sell fifty pounds of Lion's Mane in one click directly? Yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, but but what is interesting about that is the reason he got it is you know they they actually already have a mushroom company, a smaller version. This is like their upregulated version, and cool. the market for well crafted mushrooms right now is amazing. Like every local tea shop chef yeah you know wellness practitioner under the sun wants it and like get it being able to get organic local mushrooms of like the highest quality like that's a that's absolutely marketable right you know and i'm sure they all see the writing on the wall that the second psychedelic mushrooms go legal they 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 flip a switch and they're they're running that, right. Well, they don't, yeah, they just swap it out. They don't even have to do anything. Like they're just yeah. ready to go. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, and so, yes, I think in the back of their head, everybody who is doing that is probably thinking that, but if they're not already do, like here, yeah, right. Little, if they don't have these, like one little, we got this little them. tub over here. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell anybody about that. Yeah. But you know, what's funny though, is this book got me thinking about like how many home chemists saw that book, read it and were like, I could make that. And like, they're going out and actually just kind of doing it themselves because, you know, this was the most, I think most important fact of the book is that, you know, if you really follow the bouncing ball here, the trillions of dollars, those massive pharmaceutical companies make treating these diseases Mm-hmm. that basically get obliterated if this went to scale, right? You know, um, yeah, yeah. There you're talking about billions and billions of dollars in lost revenue, right? Like and so you're starting to see that play out. Guys, guys like I, you know, granted they're doing it commercially, but you know, for a couple hundred thousand dollars, I could like mail order me a mushroom factory and put it in my driveway and crank out local lion's mane and make pills yeah. out of it or flash freeze it or whatever. You know, I don't need Merck, <laughs> you know, like to give me, you, you know, like I don't, I, and obviously not for everything. I, I, I kind of mean that sarcastically, but like there is a massive difference between waiting for a big drug company to come out with a formulation and some guy going, well, wait a minute, if that's the science and I know this about chemistry, what happens if Why you do can't this? I make it? Yeah. You, you know, like, and so I don't know. Is that a good thing? A bad thing? Uh, you, know? I, you know, it's, it's interesting. It gets back into that sovereignty issue, you know, like, Yeah, if I'm making it for myself and I have the science and I can do it, right? I mean, certain people are already playing with CRISPR in their own body, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, man, that's like a whole, whole. Like, like you, you want to talk biohacking? That is like that's next level, you know? Like, (laughs) like oh, I'm I'm gonna edit my own genes. Yeah, Yeah. that that seems. Do you remember when Tim Ferriss got a muscle biopsy on his quad to find out if he was like a fast twitch or a slow twitch? 
got, you know, do you remember reading in that? It was in like, no. it was in one of his first books. It was like, anyway, and, and, and apologies to him if I misquoted the book, cause it's been a while since I, I read that. But, but here's the thing. Like when I read that, I was like, what lunatic sticks a needle the size of a number two pencil in your quad and extracts a muscle biopsy just so they could find out by the way, you're not a professional athlete. If you are, you know, what kind of muscle fiber you are. The people editing their own genes, it's like that times like a hundred billion. <laughs> I know, I know. Dude, it's it's crazy. I mean, you know, there's people claiming that the term biohacking was around before Dave Asprey said it, but it meant like you were implanting, uh, you know, biomechanical sure. electronic shit in your body. Yeah, and I'm well, like that. That that that's uh, so you're doing surgery on yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a <laughs> yeah, know, like, dude. Did you? And, see and we're not talking about like plugging in an RFDI thing or something like that. We're like, no, Ugh. no, no, dude. Did you see this guy who implanted in his chest a beacon that sends a neurological impulse when he's facing due north? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I was like. What the actual fuck is that? And and when oh. somebody asked him, like rightfully so, because it's the only sane person question to ask somebody like that, you're like, what on earth did you do that for? He's like, well, birds can do it. So I figured I should be able to as well. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God, that's that that might have been the inspiration. I don't know if you read Kotler's uh, last fiction book which was like last tango in cyberspace yeah I no i have it, it. I, I have not read it yet he he he's getting driven around by this chauffeur that uh when he's supposed to turn there's no gps in the car he feels a lick like a behind one of his earlobes and he knows he's got to turn oh my god <laughs> i'm like that is that is so freaking weird yeah uh, but i could totally like i could tell like i know 10 dudes that'd be like yeah i'd get that yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I might, I might actually never yeah. get lost, never have to look down at anything. Oh man, no, it's crazy. I mean, and and so I guess you you're right. There is that class of person who is like, yeah, really ratcheting things up a little bit. I I personally find that stuff super interesting, but I find it interesting, like going to the tattoo convention and seeing the dude who's covered literally from head to toe and yeah. tattoos and you're like that looks very cool for you on you <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome totally. lifestyle choice for you yeah for you i'm super happy for you like and you and and i mean it i'm genuinely happy that that person has found their way but yeah. but i would never in a million years be able to do that and i feel like that is kind of this like i'm not inserting a fucking sensor into my chest so I could like Iron Man beacon my chest in a northerly direction, you know? Yeah. I, but I, you know, and I mean, that's, that's kind of like, I think, you know, circling back to Sinclair for a second here, I don't think he was even like, that why would we want to do that? That's what the show's right? about. Why, why would we ever circle back? Why to would that? we ever talk about the topic that we, like, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, when I was in fifth grade once. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you were saying about Sinclair? Uh, but like he, he, you know, they, they talk about their, them also developing, you know, like, look, we're going to have lab grown organs that are genetically you. We're not oh, yeah. talking about, uh, you know, there's going to be no rejections. There's going to be no immunosuppressive therapy once it's in. Hell, they can grow them on pigs, which is fucking weird. Like, which is wacky. Going to see yeah. a leg well, now they, they got those 3D printers. Yeah. 
using yeah. the 3D printers. Yeah, printers with tissues. Yeah. yeah. What is interesting though about that is is like in this book, right? You start getting into stuff like that because he said, remember what I forget what part it was, but he was talking about is does somebody have the original backup of the copy, right? Like if your cell yeah. ages through the course of its life, then technically, unless you had the original copy, we couldn't theoretically go back to to being nine years old, right? Like unless we yeah. had a biological sample on record from when I was nine years old, like you couldn't, yeah. there was no cellular data to go back. In the book, they go through the entire process by which that's not entirely true and that they yeah. have found that they have actually reverse aged people and that, and, and then that one section that I had to like pause and like really detach from the book for a minute. Cause it got me going too fast was when he was talking about like, okay, well let's look into the future. You know, you're in your twenties, you get an aging vaccine. Uh, I mean, you don't age. In, yeah, in, in your thirties, you get a booster shot. That's a series of three. And then he's going through each one of these things yeah, and it's yeah. getting in greater and greater detail. And I was like going, holy fucking shit. <laughs> like, well, you know, I mean, that's, that's when we're talking about this new vaccine technology with the MRNA. It's like, well, that's, we're, we're almost at gene therapy right there. I mean, not, you know, yeah, that, I mean, that is, that is like a, you, you need a protein made. That's how you do it. You so, know, Funny, funny enough, you, you just sparked me, but like th this is, I think, an interesting sort of overlay to this story, not related to the book per se, but there was a, um, did you see this article uh, that just came out? Uh, it is about the, they used an AI algorithm to, to decode the entire human proteome and they found <laughs> 2,600 antifungal antibacterial proteins uh in the proteome then they broke it down i want to say it was a much smaller number but they found like 2600 uh of these proteins they call them what do they call them peptides i think they call them uh, in a proteome anyway they found a bunch of them and they were like holy shit we've we've got a lot because like the 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 foundation of this research just to back up for a half a step is that they are looking mm -hmm. for uh, new antibiotics because they said something like by 2050 we we will basically be living yeah. in a pre-antibiotics world because every if we make it to 2050 i think we're going to blow up before then so that, yeah. it'll be cool but if we made it to 2050 they're thinking that unless we had a major breakthrough with antibiotics we're all going to yeah. fucking die of like a splinter back I, like i think i i in that case i'm not so panicked because what they've seen what they've shown is like you know, you have all these generations of antibiotics, right? Where we're like certain things came out of penicillin, right? Anything that ends in psyllin, amoxicillin, yeah, yeah. these kind of things. Uh, some of the things that became resistant to penicillin as they moved up that chain, when we're talking about the genetic code of a, of a, a, a bacteria, that animal is not nearly as complicated. It doesn't retain the memory. So then you go back and give it penicillin and it dies, even if it's you know, oh. resistant to, to the new thing. And that, that's probably not every bacteria. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and certainly, uh, fungal infections are their own little crazy thing. Uh, you know, everybody keeps on TikTok talking about the, uh, you feed, uh, people eat dead mushrooms, dead mushroom or 
dead people get eaten by mushrooms kind of thing is like, like, oh my God. like, it's like <laughs> don't don't do that to me that's man. a little that, weird that, yeah that's gonna um, be a little weird next time i look at a pizza right yeah right exactly but so so they broke down like uh like a couple hundred of these things and they basically yeah. took super bugs out of like open sores on mice back lab mice you know yeah and they put it into a petri dish and like these peptides just went to town and, and took care of business and so they are like crazy but like what what i'm more blown away about is like that is essentially those 2600 peptides that they found which could you know i guess in the most optimistic sense could solve cure, the cure everything yeah, yeah problem um that totally lays right over what sinclair's talking about in lifespan because like if you had the way to basically make it so your cells are producing ADP, ATP and NAD plus for their whole life. Your telomeres are like staying at the same length. You're basically not aging. And then when you did have something like this, you're basically extracting endogenous antibiotics from your own body. And then you're, you know, regenerating organs. I mean, Jesus, you, you essentially just pick an age and you're like, that's it. I'm just going to stop here. And even said that in the book, he's like, you know, when you get into your eighties, you start taking the uh, the booster that starts moving you backwards, and then basically it, we we just move you backwards until you get back to your thirties, and then we let it go again, and you just start going forward. It's like hmm. like so absolutely abstract that you're just like, but when you break it down one ingredient at a time, it's hundred percent probable probable that that is I don't know at least one. Reality, well, you know, and and you figure even if it's like you would you say twenty six thousand, like even twenty six hundred one twenty six hundred, but even one percent of that, if if only one percent of that is usable, sure. think about how huge that that is still for health. Oh, exactly. But that yeah, that's what I mean. Like you know, you now you know organ transplants, operating rooms, you know. You know, any mm-hmm. any medical place, right? Like, what's the number one thing? Like they, they talked about infection. in the book, the number thing is fucking infection, right? And you know, th- at one point it was absolutely unheard of, and I thought this was funny too in the book. He's he said at one point it was absolutely unheard of for doctors to wash their hands before. Oh surgery. yeah, I mean that was. And I, when it came out in research, they were absolutely flummoxed. They're like, no, fuck, this guy's a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, even, uh, God, what's, his, Ooh, there's gosh, little God, bugs on my fingers that are going to kill yeah, them. Woo, you, know. you know, you know, I mean, but you know, the, the humors were much more effective. Yeah. We got to bleed the humors. They got to bleed. Actually, the humors, I do, yeah. I do bleeding. I, in my clinic, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I, <laughs> I shouldn't, shouldn't shit on yeah. it. But you know, what's funny though, is like, he, he's absolutely right. At one point, the medical journal published, uh, that guy's I forget his name, but the guy who in like first saw you know, bacteria. Von, under, Von, Von, whom? Von, Von Lear or Von, something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dutch guy. <laughs> yeah. Dutch guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Von Dutch. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> his peers were like, this dude's done lost his mind. Like he's crazy. Yeah. He's a complete fucking lunatic. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, the whole world's like, oh shit, this guy's absolutely spot on. That's crazy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, science was never the same. Right. I, and I feel like, and it, so I feel like that's where we're at now, but here's a question for you. Don't you feel like everybody in history, no matter what year they're talking about, feels they're on the brink of making it to the next level? 
I, I, you know, I think there's some transitional periods and I do feel like we're in one culturally, socially, globally, um, you know, and, and I think it is a make it or break it kind of time. You know, we could fuck this up and end the planet. We could fuck this up and end ourselves. We could turn a corner and go like, Hey, all this shit is crazy. We got to stop doing it. Let's try this stuff. Right. And, 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 and that applies to medicine too. I mean, we've been growing exponentially fast. How long have humans been on the planet? And then what percentage was there electricity? And then what percentage was there electricity to like, now I've got the iPhone 13 in my hand and I literally have all the knowledge in the world at my fingertips. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're talking like a blink, less than a blink of an eye in, in the grand scale scheme of things. No, totally. And, and so, well, this article is what's interesting about it is you're seeing more of these articles come out where they're, they're finding these stratospheric leaps because of artificial intelligence. So when you think about quantum computing and, and artificial intelligence, now think of that same iPhone 13 housing, not only the sum total of human knowledge that's ever been, you know, out there, but it's indexed, instantly searchable and processes beyond light speed, (laughs) you know, and and could possibly be predictive too. Yeah. Right. And so, so basically you've got, and that all fits right now, you know, in a continent, if you could build a room for it, but you know, like it would take a massive amount of space and like, you know, you fast forward and now you think about like those guys that are at home editing their genes. Well, if, if they had, I mean, they even said in that book, uh, that he had a desktop genomic sequencer. Like he mm-hmm. said, it's the, you know, size of a deck of cards, right? Like, I mean, yeah, what was the yeah. first one of those? How big was that fucker? Right? Like, I mean, yeah. So, uh, you know, and I mean, they talk about these emerging technologies. I mean, uh, Diamandis and Kotler, I know I mentioned them already, talk about that like in, in this book, Abundance. And that book came out like fucking 10 years ago. Right. Um, and, and you know, a lab on a chip or, or is what they called it. And like, you know, Sinclair mentions it like, look, I could diagnose 700 different diseases by a drop of blood on something the size of a cell phone. And like, you know, they're even mentioning like a lot of this technology is being developed to help the rising billion, Africa, India, these places right, where right. they don't have the resources, but it immediately benefits us. You know, it's it's fucked up to think, but there's entire swaths of the world that don't know what phone lines are because they jumped right to cell phones. Yeah, right. No, like absolutely. That's like, you guys got to skip a whole thing. Now, granted, you were not living the same quality of life as the rest of us, but you, you know, like think, think about 20 years from now, man, we can't even predict half this no, shit. I can't predict 20 minutes from now. It's crazy. Yeah. So before, before we wrap up, I do have to say the one, one of my, the worst part of the book for me, man. Worst. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Bacon is just really bad for you. <laughs> oh, see, and this is where it gets weird because most of the studies they're doing, and this is like even when he talks about GMO foods, right? right. Like, no, I get it. Like, he called us GMO humans in that book. Did you hear that? That was yeah, 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 that? yeah. That was he, awesome. I did, I did. So my issue with GMO foods is not the not the actual modification. It's how like you're you're literally breeding certain corns to take insane amounts of pesticides 
<laughs> right. So yeah. like yeah. where where do those pesticides end up? Right. And I know like the argument that like, oh, organic farmers use pesticides, too. They just use certain ones. And but yeah, that we're talking about dosage here, too. So sure. it's not the GMO. Like, I don't give a shit whether the corn is like bred to not right. get be purple or whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever. That's fine by me. Uh, yeah, me too. Because I know I know my gut's going to rip that all up. But like. God damn it. What's what's happened to that soil? What's what pesticides are sitting there? And I feel like the bacon argument, the meat argument is the same thing. If you're looking at factory farmed meat where they're taking a piglet to the table in under six months. That's insanity. There's growth hormones is all. So, yes. And smoking it. Yes, of course. Nitrates and these kind of things and, and the way they treat it. Yeah, that all makes sense. But is there a way to make bacon that's healthy, right? I mean, I saw a study that somebody posted a while ago and they posted it in an acupuncture group and half of us are fucking vegans and everybody shat themselves uh, because because it said the healthiest food on the planet is pork belly. That's so funny. Why is it the healthiest and, and, food? And because of the necessary you know, fatty acids and, and, and fat profile. Now you have to add caveats to that. This is not factory farmed. You didn't give them some growth hormone. You didn't, sure. you, you let them pasture raise. You didn't just sure. feed them a bunch of fucking corn that's covered in pesticides. So this is a debate that goes back and forth. And I mean, like, dude, I fucking love coffee. I guarantee you there's as many good studies about coffee as yeah, there is no, bad I, studies, I, you know? I hear what you're saying, but here, here's where, here's where I do. I I don't know if I part ways or you just didn't go down this road, but like some things are objectively true, right? Sodium nitrate in bacon is objectively bad for you, right? Like, I mean, you can get nitrate free anything, but see, hold on like that, that I, I agree with you. You can, but that's just basically the, the natural version of sodium nitrate from celery, right? Like that's not exactly nitrate free. It, it it's just a different kind of nitrate that comes from a natural thing instead of actually synthetic sodium mm-hmm. nitrate, right? But here's the thing, like when you heat sodium nitrate, we know, we know it makes nitrosamine. Like that's, that's yeah, a yeah. chemical, that's chemistry class. Like I learned that shit in high school, right? Like that's not. You learned that in high school? I don't Well, not know that particular one, but like you can look up these formulas. <laughs> like if you heat, <laughs> if you heat sodium yeah. nitrate, out comes nitrosamine. Nitrosamine in isolate has been studied by other people, not bacon people, right? Like, but Mm. by other people and they, they linked it to cancer several times over that. So like for me, when I'm like, all right, yes, everything you said is true. I mean, technically speaking, we only need sodium nitrate if you're talking about mass produced because it gives it, and I didn't actually know this until I talked to a chef friend of mine, sodium Mm. nitrate actually adds that pink color to bacon that we all recognize bacon as and it gives it that cured taste so basically um it it was originally designed as an anti-fungal you know so you don't get like you know i don't know whatever e coli or botulism or whatever the hell uh it would be yeah it would be a fungal thing yeah right like any whatever you get from rotting meat right like but then they realized hey look it can really augment the color of this it makes it more appealing and you know so now it's like used a lot so that's that's great but get when do you need all that when you have to feed 384 million people in the united states like you need fucking shit that will you know make that bacon be safe for the most amount of people now if you're a foofy 
suburban person with like a grass fed pasture raised pig farm down the street, well then, you know, maybe you don't even need to cure it at all. Maybe you don't, there's no sodium nitrate, no celery salt. There's just shave the pig belly into strips that are bacon and you just have to eat it within seven Mm. days. (laughs) Hey, you ever been to John Brown's butcher up uh, by Oregon Ridge park? Oh, that's a good one, man. You got to go. All right. That's like a a butcher would know how to do that. To your point, a butcher would say, would be able to tell you, Hey, we work with a farm once a year. They come out with a pig. They're not going to smoke it. They're not going to brine it. They're not going to do anything like that. You know, um, but you could take pork strips and just soak it in salt water for a day and it would still taste like you'd get that salt profile, but yeah, none of the nitrites. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too. I, I like when I eat smoked foods, I want them to taste smoked, but I don't necessarily want them to be covered in nitrates. Well, and then the other thing that gets you down, I, I and I, again, I, I, I admit I'm a little bit of a nerd on this, but then you have all those you have the alphabet soup of shit the, of cancer that comes with smoke with heating this stuff, right? The PAHs, the yeah, HAs, yeah, yeah, yeah. The HCAs. Like, you know, the, it's like one bad thing after another. It's like a laundry mm-hmm. list of like, and and he didn't go into all those things necessarily in the book, but like I, I, I've known these things for a while. And then basically like right when I got to the bacon chapter, I just like, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I remember it. So I like did like one quick Google search and all of a sudden, you know, three hours later I've read like 30 articles (laughs) on bacon cancer (laughs) and you're like, Oh my God, stop it. But I mean, for real, colorectal cancer is a real big thing, man. I mean, that's like in the United States, people get that shit. Like, I think it's like pretty pretty frequently. Yeah. Yeah. It's like way up there in turn. I don't know where it ranks. I think it's like number two or three though, but it's way up there with heart. It's not as bad as heart disease, but, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely up there, man. You know? So anyway, I, I I was bummed to, 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 I am bummed to report that I have to dial back my bacon because I, you know, the way around it, one of the ways around it was cooking it lower. And it's like, that means under 130 degrees. And I'm like to, to avoid pH our HCA like in from from forming it's like you got to keep it real real low right so I'm like sitting there going all right I don't know how I would ever test this so I'm I have to go on you know the majority of the internet says this so I have to you know and I hope that the data is good but but you know how long it would take to cook bacon at 130 degrees it'd take all fucking day (laughs) like I'd have to start you 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 you're pretty much just drying it yeah like I'd have to start on like Thursday put it in a food dehydrator and I'll see it yeah, but uh, like, I, I mean, there's ways to mediate the production. It's not going to eliminate it. So low and slow in an oven, you know, you're not, you're probably at 300, 325. Um, but uh, yeah, you're still making some, just not at the right. level. Of, well, I don't like, think you're throwing it in the so. fryer at high heat and grabbing it just before, it, you know, breaks in half. Abstinence is the only true form of protection, as they say in high Listen, school. Listen, man, I'll take more drugs <laughs> and uh NAD and yeah. resveratrol and Yeah, I'll have a pound of bacon on Saturday and eat like half a bottle of quality of life on Monday. <laughs> call it even. <laughs> so I'm just uh, I'm just thinking I, I had I had I had bacon at least twice this week too. Yeah, yeah, totally. hundred yeah. percent. All right, man. Well so 
Um, anyway, I guess at the end of the day, I, I mean, I, I will probably recommend and or gift this book to many, many, many people. I, I think, I think when I, when I mentioned it to, to the PA that wrote me the script for the Met form and she goes, Oh, is it a good book? And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta send her a copy. Yeah, no, it's, it is absolutely, uh, worth the read. Anybody who's a total nerd, uh, like, like us, that, uh, <laughs> will be infinitely interesting to you. And, um. And I don't know about you, but it really got me kind of thinking about things a, a little differently. You know, like I think it, it's a really thought provoking book. And I think if you have background information, like, like we both do, and a lot of our friends do, this really sort of validates a lot of stuff that we've sort of answer, like tangentially talked about, like in passing, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like this kind of really gives foundation to a lot of that stuff, but it also opens up a whole bunch of new doors that I wasn't even thinking about that it's going to be fun to go play around with. Well, you know, and I think, God, you know, I I liked reading this and then having like, hey, man, you almost done. OK, good. Yeah. You know, that now we can talk about it. Oh, yeah. God, if, if anybody can suggest another book like this, you know, I, this is this is this is kind of the sweet spot for me. This is what I really like to read. It's enjoyable. No, totally. And I, I agree. This was a sort of an accidental, like fun thing. I, I feel like, you know, we might have to have a book club like uh, recurrence of uh, this because this was maybe, a lot of fun. Maybe once every couple of months or something. Yeah, we'll just get on it. So cool, man. You getting in anything this week? Uh, listen, man, I got to finish. I got to finish yeah, you uh, got setting up this room down here. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I, uh, I, I have a, a, a strong motivation to finish two side projects. Uh, and, uh, that has been taking up most of my non office time and most of my, uh, non family time. So, sure. uh, hopefully I can keep that energy up at least through the new year and make some good headway. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what you up to? So I think I'm going to uh, basically get into some snowboarding this weekend. The, uh, the the ski slopes are opening up, and uh, I think it's wow. time to uh, sort of figure out how rusty I am in that area and take a little R and R, which you know I, I admittingly uh, don't do enough of. You know that 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 book got me thinking about you know the balance between. I I would say maybe if you keep your your shirt off. Yeah, some cold exposure. Yeah, might well, balance out. Yeah, it might balance out. I mean, I'm still on the hunt for for a very inexpensive cold therapy situation. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking for a plunge tub. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I want something yeah. that's like, uh, you know, something that's just basically like ready to get me super cold. You know, that's that's what I'm looking. I for. gotcha. I gotcha. So, all right, man. Well, as always, fun talking to you. All right, man. Fun times. Yeah, man. Have a good one. Take care, You too. Be subversive, irreverent. Health is wealth, but you knew that. Everybody knows that. But so is following us on social media at Irreverent Health. And check out our website for more exclusive content at irreverenthealth.com. Oh, I like this. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Irreverent Health. 